In this episode of the Tradies Business Show, we take a look back at the year that was 2014 and we share a few tips on how to make 2015 your best year yet. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. So welcome back to another episode of the Tradies Business Show. My name's Warwick Bidwell from the Tradies Business Toolkit. And you're lucky enough to be joined today by myself, Michaela Clark from Tradies V8. That was really corny, wasn't it? <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Michaela. This is kind of like interviewing you. So <laughs> listeners, uh, Michaela is probably about 80 kilometres, maybe 100 kilometres away from me. I don't know how far away you are anyway. I don't even know where you live. Do you live, do you live somewhere like... What do you just not? Oh, live in I your do car? have a house. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, we're we're recording this apart for a change. We're not both in the same studio. It's just a bit of a crazy time of year, isn't it? Uh, the transition between Christmas and New Year. We're about to tick over into a new year, and um, as we spoke about in episode thirteen, great time to reflect on, uh, I guess, the year that was and the year that we want to have, and so. I think today we should talk about um, what sort of a year we've had. Do you, do you want to go first, Michaela? What sort of a year have you yeah, had? Yeah, sure. So I like all those, you know, magazine reviews and TV shows, the year that was kind of episode today. <laughs> so I guess it's been a really big year for me. Um, personally, I welcomed a granddaughter. Oh, uh, wow. Can you believe it? I don't sound so, you know, old. But okay, so it's a step-granddaughter. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything uh, <laughs> but so personally, that was um, a wonderful addition to the family. And uh, my three boys are growing up healthy and strong. And uh, in a couple of weeks, the last one joins school. So I think I may be having a champers about 9 a.m. in the morning if that's allowed um, <laughs> on the first day back at school. But uh, professionally, it's certainly been a really big year um, for the business and uh, definitely some big key learnings this year, um, I really looked towards surrounding myself with people that were on the same path as me uh, and growing with them and sharing stories and the fun times with people going through entrepreneurial journeys as well. So I found that's been great. Uh, also looked at having a professional mentor in my life that I can um, bounce ideas off and, and things like that. So that's been a big help in growing the business. Uh, but probably one of the big things is really um, looking at things in a, in a new light. So what have I been afraid of that's perhaps holding me back and just getting over that and going forward? And one of those things, you know, was this podcast. This is something I've wanted to do for a long time. So actually committing to doing it and starting it was a really big goal that I've, I've had for a long time and, and so that's done. So it's all about, you know, facing your fears and doing it anyway and, and see where that'll take you because that's where the fun is. So, you know, you're going to get the same results if you do the same thing you've always done. So I think it's really critical that you do look back over the year and see things that have worked but also look at perhaps some areas that weren't so great and actually doing an exercise of putting some monetary value on that. So perhaps it's the staff member that you didn't hire or a procedure you didn't put in place that had an effect on your business. And just looking at what that learning perhaps may have cost you 
And I really find that's a good exercise as well. You know, you don't have to deal with, dwell on your mistakes too long, but I think it's good to acknowledge that they're there and what they perhaps would have cost you and moving forward. So for me, it's been a big year of um, reflection and looking at what I'm learning and where I'm going. And so, yeah, it's it's been a great year and looking forward to a bigger uh, 2015. And what about yourself, Warwick? What do you think your year has been like? Well, uh, thanks, Michaela. Look, I've had a great year too, and <clears throat> I'd have to echo some of what you've said about facing fears. Um, probably not so much about being afraid of starting things for me, but I always like, I spend a bit too much time agonizing over the right way to do it or the best way to do it. And, uh, Often that means I don't get started on things. So this podcast, obviously, for uh, and if you if you're listening to this and you don't know the backstory to how Michaela and I got started on this podcast, and go back to episode one, and uh, we give you a bit of insight into how we did hook up and start the Tradies Business Show. But for me, jumping into this has actually uh, caused a whole lot of other things in my business and personal life to really um, cascade along behind it of just that whole thing of taking action. I mean, I teach my clients this stuff. God, I'm a business coach and I preach this stuff every day of the <laughs> week. Uh, but just like any of the plumbers listening or mechanics, you know, you probably got the leaky tap or the car that perhaps needs a bit of work on it. Um, for those of us who are business advisors, uh, yeah, you know, maybe we don't always follow our own advice. So for me, it's been a bit of a year of that is, is um, eating my own cooking a bit more and, probably just being a bit more uh, or getting back in touch with my passion for, for helping people and finding ways to do that with more. And, and look, I keep coming back to this podcast, but I love this gig and it's such a great way to get out to people and the people I'm talking to that are listening to the show and getting great value from it is, it's really heartwarming. It's very fulfilling. So um, yeah, I'm really loving it and uh, working with some great clients, but you know, um, daughter's getting older, you know, she just turned three and I'm feeling a bit older. I'm having to <laughs> work a bit harder at the gym to keep up with the young guys. Um, but same, I'm looking forward to a, a huge 2015. I think a lot of people, particularly in the trade industries, are feeling the same way. And when we spoke with Paul from Queensland Master Builders, uh, you know, it sounds like there's some good stuff on the horizon. Yeah. So what do you think perhaps um, was your key learning from this year like what's perhaps something that uh, you had done differently or or one of those things we always ask our guests um, to come up with but what do you think was something that you perhaps will change next year or, or do would have done differently you know I'm going to ask for more I'm going to ask for more from the people around me from my mentors from my team my virtual team uh, the people that want to work with me because I get I do get approached by people who want to partner with me and um, sounds like I'm blowing my own trumpet and I I really I really am a bit uncomfortable with that but um, yeah I'm just going to ask for more of of people around me and ask probably for more of myself too is uh, just require a bit more of of me and not be so afraid of putting myself out there in public. I mean, this this podcast has really helped me get over that because I look at our download numbers, it's like, <laughs> holy crap, there's thousands of people downloading this thing. Uh, and that's been one of my big constraints over the years. So that's that's probably my big thing. What about you? You mean people actually people are actually listening? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that they're listening to, the to me. And as I, as I look at the uh, 
the little green lights flashing on the mixing desk here in the studio, I'm thinking, God, people are going to listen to this one too. So it's really helped me conquer my fear <laughs> um, and put myself out there. So have you got a, a, a one thing, Mikhail? Like what's your big lesson or advice? Yeah, look, I really think one of my key learnings this year is perhaps, you know, it's great to look long term and, and plan ahead and, and have a 90 day plan and go for those big goals and, and really strive for that. But I think it's important to to not get too longer term vision and, and really make sure that your house is in order and those short term goals, because if you do let any of that slip, it will impact the long-term position anyway. So even though it's important to focus on some long-term strategies and thinking, it's also important to make sure that everything is in order and that your processes are right and that you are happy with the the level of uh, service and products that you're providing to your customers before you really do move on and and jump up. So it's all about, yeah, keeping your house in order um, but also looking at those big hairy goals as well. Mm. And I suppose that's, uh, and we'll talk about that more in the next episode, episode 18 of uh, planning for the year to come. Uh, but, you know, just looking back at some of the key areas while you are taking that break, key areas of your life, so health, relationships, money, uh, even personal mastery around things like decision-making and um, some of those key areas that it takes to run a business, maybe give yourself a bit of a scorecard, you know, get get out the, uh, the red pen and <laughs> some of us might need a calculator to work out the score, but... Uh, you know, get the red pen out and, and rate yourself in some of those key areas in your life and just see honestly with yourself how you went. And then the the next thing to do with that, and I find this really powerful when I'm working with clients, is to, to look at that score and maybe you, you know, take relationships, for example. Maybe you gave yourself a six because perhaps you weren't uh, attentive enough or you didn't pay, pay enough attention to your kids or, or spend enough time with them. Um, but the really powerful thing, even more so than scoring that, is to then say, well, what would it take to get to, you know, say an eight? What would I have to change? And that can really point us in the direction of some really powerful strategies and some action items that we can implement going forward. So rather than just give ourselves a shitty score and go, oh, man, I only got a three for, for finances uh, and then beat ourselves up about it, so, okay, well, what would I need to do to get that to a five? Yeah, and often you find it's actually not that much that you would need to tweak or change to improve that score. And I, I just want to touch on a point that it is important that your health and your life and your business are all interacting together. So if one isn't great, well, it is going to affect the others. So it's important to have a whole look at everything in your life, not just your business. Um, and I know for me, it's all about perhaps taking care of myself more next year as well. And I know that that will help have a business impact as well. So it is really important to have that 360 degree look at your life and like you said, looking at where you didn't perhaps score as well as you want to, and often it's not that far away to go up the score a bit. And uh, what I'll do, listeners, is uh, and Michaela doesn't know that I'm going to do this, so I'm really just <laughs> dropping this on her. But it's not that big a deal, Michaela. It's okay. Um, it's it's weird when we're not in the same studio, isn't it? Because it is. 
because I can sit here grinning and thinking about what I'm going to do, and you're just at the other end of the line listening to silence. It's <laughs> and, the, uh, and the funny thing is, even in maybe we should do a behind the scenes recording one day, even when we are sitting in front of each other, we're doing hand signals. <laughs> are you going to ask a question next? Like waving and <laughs> no, no, don't ask that. Oh, he mentioned the other company that we're not talking yeah. about. Uh, but, but what <laughs> I will do is. Um, is put a uh, basically a quality of life um, pyramid, uh, and it's a little, it's all the elements that uh, end up with the sorts of results and quality of life that we'd like. So it's all the key things um, like the quality of our mentors and the quality of our decisions. So I'll put a little tool up in the show notes for this episode. So if you go to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash seventeen, as in the number seventeen and go to the show notes, um, click on the link there, and you can download the quality of life um, pyramid, I'll call it, and just give yourself a score for each of those elements. And then, as I said, more importantly, is just jot down maybe two, three at the most things that you could do or change that would raise your score in each of those areas and and do a bit of an audit on where you're at. So it's a pretty cool exercise to do, actually. It's a little bit deep, but um, it's a good one to do at this time of the year. Uh, You know, it's for... Fair bit of champagne flowing around uh, in uh, in not too many hours' time. If you're listening to this on the day that it was released, but otherwise, uh, oh no, that's tomorrow, isn't it? I, I don't even know how many days there are in December. Look at that! It's been a massive it's year. The, it's the New Year's Eve of New Year's Eve yes, today. It's New Year's so Eve. It's Eve the you go. <laughs> yeah, so don't quite start drinking for New Year's Eve midnight quite yet. Well, like maybe maybe some have. I, I think some people probably didn't stop over Christmas. <laughs> so. I would suggest perhaps having a bottle of red or a few more and then trying to do the pyramid. I, I think do it maybe on the first glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one drink and then and then do the exercise. <laughs> well, that'll be great for our listeners. So thanks for sharing that, Warwick. Uh, my pleasure. So um, what about looking forward, Michaela? Are there some things that we need to do? You talked about getting your house in order um, and maybe, uh, you know, not getting too big picture. I know I'm great for big picture thinking. Uh, anything that uh, you think we need to be looking at in terms of getting our house in order, some of the fundamentals? Well, I really think it's making sure that the foundations are in place. So, you know, looking at are you doing the basics that are for business success? And one thing I like to think of is if I was the CEO of a multi-million dollar company, is this how, you know, the financial reports would look? Or is this the level of customer service that I would expect from a team? So even if you are a small team, perhaps you're just yourself and your field workers or yourself and your partner that run the business, really having a look at it is, is this really the standard that we need to have in our house to take it forward? So like I said, it's the things, your sales process, your customer service, your financial numbers, you know, hopefully you, you have some financial reporting uh, and also looking at, uh, you know, are your employees happy in measuring that? So all those kind of things that really you can't move forward unless the basics are in place. I have to agree. And so many of our guests that we've interviewed so far on the show, and we've got some cracking interviews coming up in 2015, uh, the things that they rate as having a big impact or their big lessons, the things that set their business apart are such simple things. I know we bang on about this all the time, but it's, it's not necessarily the big chunky stuff that you need to tackle in your trade business. It's just doing the small things consistently well 
and that tends to generate great results. That's right. It's it's all about that consistency, isn't it? And mm-hmm. having that, that customer expectation that you're going to provide the same level of service every time. Uh, or if someone refers work to you, that you're going to look after that referral person, you know, just as well as you did the last few. And it gets easier. If you've got everything in place and expectations, running the business just becomes like clockwork. Mm. They're all just habits that, that we develop. And I won't, I won't get on my high horse about it this episode, but you know, we talk a bit about health and, uh, you know, if you, if you'd like some advice, Michaela, you know, I've always got an opinion about health and fitness, <laughs> but I see people do these 30 day challenges and g'day to all the listeners who are currently doing a, a clean 30 or a whole 30 or whatever the bloody hell you call it. Um, well, they're about to start in two days time. <laughs> they won't be starting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's like, you know, we do this massive effort of starving ourselves and, and you know, licking the sweat off the back of our hand for 30 days. Uh, and then at the end of that, it's really hard to maintain that because it's like uh, shock therapy. Whereas if you just made small changes, you just change one thing, one small thing a day for a whole year, that's a massive improvement over 12 months. But I think, unfortunately, we're often looking for the instant gratification these days, and um, we're looking for the quick fix strategies or the big thing that's going to revolutionise my business. Whereas it really is just doing those little things and doing them consistently well. Yeah, and it's all about um, a motto I like to live by, which I've mentioned before, is patience and persistence. And generally, that will always get you to where you want to go. My three-year-old has no patience. And lots of persistence. (laughs) She likes to test my patience, I can tell you. (laughs) Got a question you want answered on the show? Go to tradiesbusinessshow.com. So one thing I think is also um, I think would be great to chat about is any trends that you've seen with the industry and clients over this year and whether you think they'll continue into 2015. Yeah, yep. Look, Something I've seen with with my clients uh, that I'm working with on the in the coaching space is uh, people charging what they're worth. Now I, I don't know, maybe it's just my clients because that's what I make them do. <laughs> but I'm actually seeing more people who are willing to value what they're offering clients and charge more what they're worth. And I've seen a couple of business. I've got some couple of great clients at the moment who have literally transformed their business by putting up their prices. And I'm not talking a massive amount, but just the mindset shift of a 10 or a 15% increase in their rates, not just for them, but for their customer base as well. And I've got I got one guy, he's got a, a quite a big mechanical business and uh, he's had customers <laughs> say to him, oh, I've been thinking you're too cheap for ages. <laughs> it's like, great, I should have put my rates up ages ago. But um, you know, so, are you saying that you know I can put my rates up and not lose clients, Warwick? That's <laughs> a misconception out there that you know that will happen. Oh, look, it is the common fear, and and I get that. You know, it's I guess we're bombarded by uh, we're bombarded by all these bullshit stories in the media about prices, and you look at some of the big advertisers, and that's the strategy they run is discounting, and that's okay if if that's the if that's the set play you want to run then go for it. But the problem you've got is if price is your only uh, value proposition, if that's your whole marketing strategy is to be the cheapest, all it takes for someone to knock you off your perch is to to do it cheaper than you. 
And so it's a it's a lose lose. It's a losing downward spiral for everybody in an industry is where we see people come in undercutting others. And I know, you know, I talk to tradies who complain about these pelicans who are undercutting others on their rates, and it just makes it hard for everybody. So uh, it doesn't mean you've got to play that game though, and that's the, that's where people I think uh, get a bit caught up is we get sucked into thinking, oh man, if if old mate's going to do it cheaper, then I'm going to have to do it cheaper so I don't miss out on clients. But it's not necessarily the case. And in actual fact, I see the opposite with with a lot of businesses is they put their rates up and they get more clients and better clients, and that's the thing. Yeah, and it's all about selling value and the actual outcome. Yeah, isn't it? You you can't just put your price up and do nothing else with your business. You know, if you don't turn up on time and you're not phoning people back and you're not doing some of the one percenters that we talk about, you can't just go and raise your rates and say, Oh, well, Warwick said on this bloody podcast that if I put my price up I'd get more customers. Uh you've got to do some other things in your business. But again, they're not big things and they don't cost you any money. Uh but it just sends a different message to people that, hey, if if you're you know, a premium provider of a premium service then they expect to pay a, a rate that's in line with that. They don't want, you know, flash discount rates uh, for plumbing. If the, if they want good quality plumbing, they'll look for a quality plumber. If they want cheap, they'll go and buy cheap anyway. So, you know, you just got to work out which uh, which paddock you want to swing your bat on. Do you want to be playing with the cheap guys, or do you want to be providing a quality service? Yeah, so true. So that's that's probably a big one I've seen is people who are willing to do that. Um, Look, overall, I mean, I have to, I have to echo what Paul Bidwell uh, said in in the episode we did um, with him from Master Builders, uh, where which is actually coming up in two weeks. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so there you go, sneak a sneak peek, <laughs> listeners. To um, and he's no relation, by the way. But uh, episode nineteen, watch out for it. There you go. See, building anticipation. That's what we're doing. Um, <laughs> Come on, it's the thirtieth of December or something. I don't even. I don't even know what's my naming, and I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> but he t- he talked about you know what they are seeing, and you know they've got I think it's what like nearly nine thousand members or something um, that he that he said. But they they were really talking up the industry over the next couple of years, and I'm certainly seeing that as well. There's lots of construction projects going on. Uh, I don't know. People seem to be not spending a ton of cash and waving their checkbooks around, but just seems like people are feeling a little bit more stable. There's a bit more activity in the renovation market, uh, and that's flowing on to, uh, across a lot of industries. So I think, um, yeah, 2015, all things being equal, looks like shaping up to be uh, quite a positive one for, for all of the tradies out there. And uh, don't we all need it? So that oh, would yeah. be good to look forward to. Nice nice to have a, a few breaks here and there where life gets a little bit easier. <laughs> so, Michaela. Drag out that crystal ball of yours and uh, put on the pointy hat. I don't know. Do, do fortune tellers wear pointy hats? I don't think so. Oh, okay. No. Well, anyway, if you were a fortune teller or a future teller, what's what's happening next year, Michaela? Come on, just save me here. I'm, I'm drowning. <laughs> well, it's all about for me, and I've seen a big change this year, and I think going into next, there's two big trends that I'm seeing. And the first one is this mindset shift around using technology in their business. And we do have an episode coming up uh, in January where we um, talk a little bit more about technology and the benefits. But really, it's that mindset shift that people are accepting that there is an easier way to work now and embracing technology with things like smartphones and iPads, that it 
is now very easy for you to implement into your business and it can dramatically make some differences. So I know that we talked about, you know, improving areas of your life and health and spending more time with your children and things like that and things like changing the way you manage your jobs or you'll get your invoices out, you know, on spot, take mobile payments through things like Mild Pay Direct, that they definitely will help save you time and increase your better quality of life. So I really think that that trend is certainly going to continue next year and with that becomes, you know, the ability to look at getting help in the business. So like you said before, you need to ask for more and I think that's going to continue for other businesses where technology is allowing them to expand through virtual teams and things like that and I really think that that trend is going to continue as well. And with the whole trend of technology, it's the way it's also changed how they market their business. So no longer a half-paid yellow ad yellow pages ad is going to cut it anymore Mm -hmm. and I think that it's taken a couple of years for trade businesses to really understand the impact of Google SEO, online review sites, online directories and all the other things that they can do to market their business online. So I really think next year is going to be a big year um, online for businesses and generating different lead sources online for their business and embracing newer social things like Instagram and and benefits that Google can offer. So I really think what I've seen happen towards the end of this year, really ramp up a bit next year is is finding that new and innovative ways to market their business because no longer is as easy as placing an ad once a year. So I think that trend is definitely going to continue next year and trade-based businesses are going to get really smarter about that and embrace some of the local area marketing online tactics that can be used out there. Mm. And there's some some younger players uh, entering trade business. The, the, you know they've they've done apprenticeships or they've they've done some time with a business, and uh, they're saying, you know what, stuff this. I want to do my own thing, which is often how most of us start out. But the thing is, they're tech savvy. They're you know they're using Instagram personally. They've been on Facebook for years. Matter of fact, they don't know a world without it. Uh, and g'day if you're listening, um, I, <laughs> I, I'll. I'll uh, give away my age here. And so I remember my first uh, building reps job, there was no email or internet. So, you know, I literally had to go back to the office to submit all my reports to my sales manager. Um, but look, you know, there's there's some, some open-minded uh, players and some younger people entering the trade space that have all this stuff sorted and they're using it to market their business, like you say, Mikhail. So it's it's kind of a case of, you know, get across this stuff or uh, get left behind. That's right. And I'll tell you what, there's some cocky young blokes out there that are literally coming out of Apprentice. They do, you know, one or two years and go, oh, you know what, I can do this. And a lot of them I'm seeing are succeeding very quickly because they are embracing this kind of stuff. And, you know, 12 months ago it was just them trying to get a bit of work and now they've got three and four guys working for them. And you think, how did that happen, mm. you know, in 12 months? But it's just embracing those new ways to run your business. And, well, for them it's, you know, the only way they know exactly. but for a lot of older guys this is this is a big shift and and i think this is going to be the year that people really are left behind mm. if they don't keep up with some of these more modern ways to market and run their businesses that's right but you know what there's an easy way for people to keep up with changes in the industry how's that warwick <laughs> 
by tuning in to the Tradies Business Show. Come on. But seriously, as corny as that was, uh, we're on a mission. We're on a mission from God. Um, yeah, all the young guys just went, what the hell is that all about? Um, but but we're on a mission to bring as much useful information to tradie businesses, not just in Australia, but uh, around the world in 2015. And so, you know, simple way to stay abreast of some of this stuff is is listen to the show, obviously. Um, hit the website, uh, tradiesbusinessshow.com. We always put information up there and uh, you can find all the episodes and offers from our partners and everything. And I guess, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll be hunting down some more guests who are, are really crushing it in this space. Yeah, and certainly if there's anyone that you'd like to hear on the show or have a question you'd like to ask, um, you can do that through the website as well. And so we can get the word tradies used in every country across the world and uh, not these other boring terms like contractors. Contractors. <laughs> G'day to all our North American listeners. Uh, we'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review and that helps us spread the word. Awesome. So, uh, look, I hope 2014 has been kind to you uh, if you're listening to the show and I hope 2015 is even bigger, better and brighter than you imagine possible. Um, stay tuned. You'll see some cool stuff from us. And uh, Michaela, um, Happy New Year. Well, thank you. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you in our next episode, have you got or yet broken your news resolution? So oh, I reckon there's a fair chance I'll break at least one of them in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, stay safe. Bye for now. You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.